It is honestly still one of my favourite things of all time. I love it. To be honest, these vlogs are still like up there for me as well. They're so fucking funny. Have you got it? It's taking a while to load, which is worrying me. It better not be gone. Don't you have a tweet thread? Uh, but it's only the highlights. Oh. You want the whole thing? Yeah. It's only the best parts. You want you want to you want to get the switch. You want to get you want to get the the intro the 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 the, the breakdown of um percentages. Oh. Yeah. Lord, you fucking. I've got to find some like incredibly dignified like. Like some sort of like violin, some classical, some Beethoven. Oh yeah, or something. some yeah. like like prestigious. Oh sort of oh, like... I know what it is. What the Japanese national anthem or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, yeah, just something from the Last Samurai. But anyway, here we go. The story behind the Loudon Design logo and brand. What is that little symbol in front of the Loudon Design logo? I have been asked that many times. No, you haven't. <laughs> Almost never. Yeah, it's my last. I. <laughs> <laughs> I have been asked that many times. Some presume it's just a ra- it's, it's so hard to read. Some presume it's just random, but random design is never my thing. Is it anyone's thing? No. It's not design if it's random. I like to think and to base decisions on what is meaningful. <laughs> that being said, the Loudon design logo will not make sense to you unless I explain what is going on. That's terrible design. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the best way to explain my branding is to break it into percentages of influence. There is no singular idea that led to the complete brand. It was a fusion of ideas, interests, values, and traits that almost I am known. Like, almost like anything that's ever done, Wait, ever. It was yeah. a fusion of ideas, interests, values, and traits that I am known for. Known for. Known for. Yeah. By me alone. <laughs> the three main sections are... Anime. <laughs> Japanese influence, 40%. Hidden meaning and symbology, 40%. So kanji. What? Heading meaning and symbology. Oh, sorry. He means it spells out JL. Yeah. <laughs> and values, 20%. So we have 40% Japanese influence, 40% head meaning and symbology, 20% values. This is literally one of my favourite things I've ever written. Oh, yeah, it's stunning. The Loudon Design logo has a strong Japanese influence. That's a title. Close friends and family will be well aware of my love of Japan. I have studied Japanese history and I'm pretty much obsessed with their culture. Japan is a country. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I want a samurai sword. <laughs> Japan is a country with a huge history in design, personalization, and quality-led craftsmanship. Mm. <laughs> so we go, we go from I have studied Japanese culture. I I love Japanese culture. They have a, a history of 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 personalization and craftsmanship. I love Japan. I would fuck Japan. If you have ever watched The Last Samurai. You may have picked up on the ideas and culture in Japan during the Edo period. An archer would wake every day and practice with the bow, honing his craft until he bends it to his will and has the experience to be classified as a master. This was not only the military and samurai classes. I mean, my favourite Japanese actor is definitely Tom Cruise. I was about to say that. Oh no, actually, mine's Scarlett Johansson. Well, I, I, also, I also love Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah she is... He, he literally does have like an image uh, of Tom Cruise, and it's like it, the alt text is the last samurai copyright to Warner Brothers. Oh I'm like, mate, no one's checking your blog for like <laughs> Warner Brothers aren't crawling. They're your scouring fucking... it. They're like, yeah. this guy's this making, guy used a fucking this guy's blog. making two hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year. And can't afford to pay us for the royalties for this. Everyone from rice chefs to fishermen would build towards mastery of their own craft. It is something I admire about the Japanese. Wait, what? In a world where most of us want our cake from the very first day, it's rare to find anyone setting out to be the best at every anything. Right. I've, got, on, I've got a couple of things. 
In the world where most of us want our cake from the very first day, it's rare to find anyone setting out to be best at anything. Right, so... What? I actually don't know where to begin with that. I think this is also the reason why I gravitate towards people who have a joy and passion about their job. Taking pride in even the boring tasks to make up a rounded experience in their given sector. When How does he make it a rounded experience? Does he like do his tax return and is like... <laughs> He's like practicing with his samurai sword. <laughs> He's that fat guy who cuts up bottles on YouTube. <laughs> That's him. He just does that in his spare time in his garage, like. But he has a soundtrack for like everything that he does. He definitely. Oh, yeah. he, we found stuff. But also, you know, he definitely studied the blade. He was He's, the one. He is. He was studying the blade while we were out picking up chicks. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy that you avoided in Cat House Unders. <laughs> is that all? No, like there was like the weirdos who were like weird, but then there were like the, the those weirdos that you were like just stay away from him. Don't let him near your coke. <laughs> when I set out to learn about web design, I was very much in this school of thought. I wanted to learn everything about my passion. I wanted to code, design, lead clients, and help them achieve results through my projects. Lead clients? It took lead. Sorry. It took me four years to become a senior designer, and I had dedicated so much of my life to becoming a rounded senior that I found by the time I was ready to step up, I skipped a full level and went straight from middleweight to head of design. I was 21 when this happened. He evolved like a Pokemon. <laughs> he like... He, Someone he, found he, a moonstone. He used the moonstone, exactly what I was thinking. He's still thinking <laughs> of it in like high school terms. Like, I assume what he did was go from like, go to like a smaller business where he had a, yeah. a more senior role, yeah. right? He yeah. was in an IT company, I think, as a software design guy. And then he went to like a tiny e-commerce agency and they were like, you're the designer. And he went, I'm the head of design. And they were like, sure. Whatever you want. Like, yeah, whatever whatever and, job title you want. And that shaped his entire <laughs> life. Which is as awesome. If, as if that isn't like super, super blatant. Like no. I just figured that out without without actually knowing his LinkedIn not, as well as you do. Yeah, well <laughs> I'm the archivist after all. No, there was there's uh there's a um there was a period in my life when when I was working at a company where they tried to offer me like a completely lofty, pointless title and I was aware of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it made me kind of like, well, I mean, like, it'd be nice to have, but then at the same time, like, how people after the point don't take you as seriously because they know. Yeah. I think that's why I stuck in the job for so long, but that's fine. I mean, whatever. But it's the idea that, like, he skipped a full level. It's like, well, it's not about that, really. <laughs> I got talking a about. totally different job title. <laughs> so he went straight from middleweight to head of design. It's like, what's the other level? Senior? Yeah. Like, a head and a senior are like, they're not that far off each other. Nah. You led a department of you. Also, <laughs> well fucking done man also if there's no other designers there you're like sort of head by default there might have been at some points but man, imagine that's like people who do like what I like people that set out like I have like as a freelancer and, and they call themselves, themselves CEO yeah director yeah. like I'm a director of SLK to be honest I actually now LinkedIn's that bad now where I actually prefer just like an actual job title because a lot of the time it's like making dreams come true like something oh, people yeah. just change their yes. headline to like changing people's lives with technology Anyway, that's actually something that I'm working with right now, so I probably shouldn't say that. Okay, okay, apparently it was a large design team, so sorry. I take all that back. It was a huge design team of a, like, you know, 15-person company. It's very unusual for anyone that age to be trusted with a large design team. This is, like, babyish slash, like, Trumpish, like... I, I said that, um, I, I said that earlier, like, 
I told you before, it makes me think of when you were in like primary school and they tell you to write about your weekend and your jotter. Yeah. Where it's like, I went to the store. But it's also I bought like, a bar of chocolate with it, my mum. It's like if you pass, like if you won like a spelling bee in school yeah. and you're like, most kids my age would not do that, but I am special and I pass. I'm extremely unique and great. <laughs> Uh, it meant a great deal to me, but it was earned through giving up a lot of my free time and dedicating myself to becoming the type of leader I would have liked to work under. Mm. I set out to integrate the values of attention to detail and mastery into the final result of the Loudon Design The logo. values of attention to detail. I spent... <laughs> <laughs> I spent... <laughs> I expand on how this was achieved in the symbology and hidden meaning section below. <laughs> so there you go. So you got to navigate down and then back up again. I love that attention to detail is a value and not something that is requested in every single fucking job. It means literally nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. It, yeah. mean, it means you can retain information. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> right. If that's Simplicity. One of your core values. We've got to get through this. Simplicity. Sorry. Japanese design can be complex, but its implementation is often simple. There, like, so there, zen. There is a balance <laughs> and a celebration in simplicity. Only the Swiss are close to Japan on this level of design. The best graphic designers in the world are Japanese, in my opinion. Cool. Can you Fair name enough. any? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> name one. Uh, 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 Hideo Kojima. Uh, <laughs> Matt <anime. Fuji. laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. He's, he's got like an image of packaging, Japanese packaging. I have many great design books that come from Japan. Their dedication and pleasure are showcased in nearly every design I flick through. In the West, we are guilty of overdoing design often, putting in a little too much and losing that important balance. Have you ever bought, like, have you ever had Japanese, like, convenience food or anything mm -hmm. that's from Japan? Yeah. The packaging is insane. The, the, pack, the, pa the packaging's terrible. It's there's, nuts. like, five layers of yeah. whatever to get through before you actually get to the thing. Yeah. And there it's are, like, this is extremely No, wasteful. but I mean, like, the actual design of the packaging is always, like, you know, incredibly... Garish. Yeah, it's, like, bright yellow with, like, if you get any... It's always like, covered in text. Uh-huh. Yeah. More like, than you can read. And then just yeah. little, like, cat characters. And it's, it's, the simplicity angle of this is hilarious. I mean, I guess he means in, like, more premium products or, like, like, Japanese cars. I think he's talking about fucking postmodernism, which is a, like, you know, everything's really simple and straightforward and is a Western concept. So, yeah. like, his idea of, of, of Japanese sort of design but it's, it's is also, a Western idea. It's also mixing the metaphors of, like, oh, I believe in this idea that in Japan everything's simple and zen and beautiful and mm -hmm. it's like a lotus flower. But also, a Japanese man will, will, will practice every day with his bow or with his fishing rod and become a master. And his humble like, wife. Which of these is it? Is it, I am Japanese because of this or I am Japanese because of that? <laughs> if it's both, differentiate them. Don't put them in the same fucking sentence. Anyway, you can't write. He's needed <laughs> castle milk. Anyway. Is he? Oh, yeah. I love that Japan focuses on simple, elegant design that communicates its purpose brilliantly. In my There's probably entire blogs, like Tumblr blogs and shit, that are like, look at this weird Japanese packaging, can you tell what this product is? Probably not. Yeah. There's probably tons of shit like that out there. Um, with the Loudon Design logo and branding, I used simple shape forms, angles, and kept the colour palette to a bare minimum. He wrote palette, like P-A-L-L-E-T, like Asda palette, like a palette in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, not P-A-L-L-E-T, I mean, he's dyslexic, so fair enough. Uh, uh, giving the logo impact without overdoing things. Uh, can't remember. Archivist. <laughs> Uh, almost everything I own is red, black, and white. <laughs> this, is the, this is under the color heading. I think one of my favorite things when people do blogs, like nobody really does that. Where they like you do that on a, on a content page if you yeah. got to differentiate like the paragraphs. But no one does blogs where they're like, "This is the section of the blog about color." 
Yeah. This is the sex of the fog of pussy. And that comes to the head at the end of this. But colour. Almost everything I own is red, black, and white. It's become a thing for me. My wife will see a red car and be, oh, it's very you. A <laughs> peek <laughs> behind if, the curtain. Yeah. Like every third car that passes. Yeah. Oh, another one for you. Look at all Ooh. these red cars, honey. Uh, <laughs> that's how you can tell you have a colour scheme. When a range of colour palettes, again spelled incorrectly, are shown to friends and family and they can pick out the exact ones I would use. I'm just imagining those big plastic palettes. Like, in like, just red ones. And he's like, hmm palette that's perfect for me <laughs> the Loudon design logo and brand inherited my colors purely because it is a personal brand the fact that those become my choice in color may well be to may well be to do with the japanese flag i love japan and <laughs> really you have made that clear <laughs> Hang on, what were the colors again red black and white, white i think all right so i guess two of those are on the flag yeah i guess the blacks used to outline the circle yeah. <laughs> uh, i love japan and it was a great it was great to get to use so much Japanese influence in my business branding. Businesses branding. Okay. Right, here we go. Here's the hidden meaning, right? The hidden meaning and symbology in the Loudon Design logo. This could be a book. Yeah. Family crest and initials. My wife and kids mean the world to me. But more than that, I am very proud of my family heritage. I am lucky enough to be one of the original <laughs> clans in Scotland. I we love have my our family. own tartan history and family crest. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the tartan thing mostly made up in Victorian times by the English? I have no fucking clue. Mm. I know nothing about Scottish history and the idea that anyone actually cares. Like, I mean, I suppose... I'm right here. Yeah, I know you're English. I guess nationalists care, but I, oh, who gives a shit? I don't think even nationalists necessarily care. I mean, it's one thing to be proud of your, of yeah, your country. Yeah, like, I'm Scottish, thing. but like of your clan, it's a whole other fucking... It's mess, like... Oh, right, yeah. I thought you were saying who cares about Scottish history, and I was like, it's kind of interesting. No, no, no. Scottish oh. history is, I mean, like, as a... As an, oh, as personal history. Uh-huh. As yeah. A, yeah, exactly. As a subject, it's fine, but as like a... I, my heritage, my Scottish clan like this, heritage. This castle's actually my family's castle. It's like, no, it's not. It's just a castle. Yeah, I also love that he's been like, so I love my wife and kids, but more than that... My heritage, all those dead people. Yeah, <laughs> me more. Well, I'm good to go, right? But my ancestors. <laughs> yeah. and that's oh. very, that's well, that's very Japanese as well. I to be like <laughs> my ancestors, they look down on me from the sky <laughs> every single time. Loudon goes home, his like his ancient Scottish uh, ancestor <laughs> appears in the clouds like Mufasa and, <laughs> and, and smells down at him and tells him, "You are head of design. You are making us proud. Thank you." We knew you'd be head of design. We knew uh, that yeah, exactly the ancient lineage and clans and battles and fights and 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 and, and feudalism it all led to you, John Loudon, becoming head of design <laughs> and starting your own fucking business. Well done. <laughs> I've done it before. Like literally, my my dad's uh, my dad's adopted, so he had a whole. He did a bunch of research, and one time I was like, I asked him about it, like on the offhand thing after like a family thing, and he went through like, I was like thirty, no more than that. It was I don't know, it was about ten, 10 generations of censuses since I, whatever the fuck the plural is. So back to like the late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds mm-hmm. of my family, and then you look at all this, and all it does is make you feel all this led to me. Yeah, all this <laughs> suffering. And misery, and that guy died in the First World War, and this woman died in childbirth, and all this horrible shit, and you're like, all for me. What a waste of effort, guys. For fuck's <laughs> sake. But also, like, <laughs> yeah, you idiots. Look at this. Look what you've done. I don't. I just don't. I just don't like. 
I just don't <coughs> care about my heritage beyond like the immediate like my parents and maybe my grandparents. But when and, I like, see even, but you know like people who get like the DNA tests and that kind of thing. I don't even care about that. Like no. I would get that oh, maybe okay. if I thought I had a rare genetic disorder and yeah. I wanted to find out. Just my, go to your doctor. My dad got that and he was so happy to show us that we were like 99.9% Scots, Scots Irish. Wow. Because I think like my sister's got some like she's got celiac and I'm I've got some bill thing. And I made a joke that we might be Jewish, which is just like me being anti-Semitic. My dad took that to mean maybe we are. And he fucking went and took a DNA test. Like Jeez. he spat in the vial and sent it off. And it was like 25 quid or something. And he was like, oh, it was on offer, which is my dad. <laughs> but also like the, the, that, those, those things can get you, like they, they, they take them. The police can get them now. Yeah. Like so many, like they found the, the, the Californian serial killer. I'm not that I've been murdering people yet, but they found that serial killer cunt because his brother did it. Yeah. And it's like, that's very terrifying, the idea that like my dad's DNA is just on file somewhere now. Yeah. Fuck you. Anyway, yeah. But he was like, I, I was so gutted because I was hoping there'd just be something there. Like 5% something. Like 10% Indian or something just yeah. to piss him the fuck off. Yeah. Like anything Asian would have just made him so upset, but it didn't, unfortunately. It was I remember all when it, Irish, I remember it started, I'd like said to mum, oh, it'd be interesting for us to find out about our, our history. And mum was like, look, it's boring. You've got English and Irish. That's it. That's yeah, yeah. Don't completely. bother. That's all you have. Cool. Uh, family crest initials. My wife and kids mean the world to me, but more than my heritage, right? But more than that, specifically, but more than that, I am very proud That's of my the family. Problem. More than my kids, I am proud of my family heritage. Yeah, more than my actual living kids, I am proud of my dead relatives. It's a rite of passage in my family for the men to have our crest tattooed on their body and to have the family kilt <laughs> for when they turn 21. How many generations has that been? Do you, I mean, are you sure this is a thing? It's him and his dad, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was married in Cam- tattooed each other. I was married in Campbell of Loudon Tartan. I sport my family crest on my arm, and I even went as far as to have it carved into solid mahogany for my home library. Sounds like a oh, lot of money wasted. And his home library is basically just a bookshelf in the living room. <laughs> um, I wanted to try and showcase the, this heritage and idea of family, but Scotland is not known for making things simple and elegant. He has such a hatred of this country. So he's so- like, I love my heritage. But Apart Scotland from... is awful. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and that's the thing as well, because the one thing... It's also just fuck, fucking bullshit, because well, Scotland, like, has a massive history... I know. ...of design and making things and exporting them. And yeah. it's just like, fuck I know. the fuck? I know, like, everything. Video games, everything. But like, we're not Japan, stuff. so... But not even, no. not even, not even, I'm not even talking about No, I know, I, no, like, I've been to the, the, the new fucking uh, V&A thing, and there's a fucking great little, just like, Scotland design exhibition. It's like dresses and textiles and buildings and architecture and, and but for hundreds of years for thousands of years we've sold yeah. fucking trains with you yeah, know ships of, everything yeah. look you need to focus it's Loudon design well, the design is Japan okay Scotland well, no, no, doesn't then, matter I, <laughs> Loudon knows best but then that okay, but the, the, the whole hatred of Scotland things comes back into it because um, the one exchange exchange <laughs> the one thing that's ever uh, I've been fascinated with this individual for a long time now um, mostly when he started writing these blogs this blog broke me on a fundamental level like this changed me and how I think about things <laughs> I went what this can exist this can be like it just it just it just it just turned the switch in my head that made me think this is one of the funniest and most I don't know like ridiculous things I've ever read in my life and I think it's hilarious it's the first um, story you're going to read to your baby but no it's not trust me my kid's not going to know about it but <laughs> my kid needs to grow up happy <laughs> so again well, I guess this comes back to our last you know the the movie we watched where it's like I just like to hate read and hate watch things and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the um, uh, the Scotland thing. So he wrote he wrote a blog about um, Scotland being like really bad for entrepreneurs and really bad for people who run businesses because he thinks that like people judge him for being successful, which I think is hilarious. And I wrote a reply to it right, 
And then there was a bit of he probably read it or some people he knew read it or something and that was the end of it, right? And then there was some weird back and forth where I facetiously called his child Spawn because he, on LinkedIn, bragged about yeah. uh, abandoning his like third or fourth born child. He has too many children. Uh, <laughs> that's why I need to redress the balance somewhat. Um, he he um, bragged about leaving one of his children, uh, newborn children, to go do a website for a client, right? Which he thinks is like, you know, I am this incredibly focused business person. That's why I'm really great. Check me out. I do business. Blah, 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 right? Um, for everyone else, it's like that's not okay. Like that's you, either you're you know, even from like a business point of view, that's bad time management, um, and then from like a moral point of view, that's kind of shit. Yeah. That yeah. You, you prioritize client websites over your own children. Um, so I facetiously said, oh, you know, I I like to abandon my newborn spawn to do websites. Just some fucking bullshit. And he responded with something like, only in Scotland would a would an alleged professional stalk <laughs> you uh, and call your daughter spawn, right? And that's the only time he's ever referenced the fact that I have like been posting about him for the better part of a year and a half now. <laughs> which is fine because he shouldn't be acknowledging me he's doing the right thing I completely agree with the way he's going about his business um, <laughs> but that that little bit of like only in Scotland yeah would someone like me come along yeah it's like no mate <laughs> there's, there's people like me everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so Scotland is not known for making things simple and elegant it's almost like we set out to be as loud and as proud as possible tartan and plaid can look very over the top when used on websites unless you're selling kilts also, no, even if you're selling kilts. Also, crests here are very ornate affairs sporting animals, belt buckles, and old Latin. What? I love my family crest and have made many modern renditions of it over the years. The Loudon Design logo had to convey the idea of family in a much simpler method, so I turned to my love of Japan. Like Scotland, Japan has a deep history of lineage and family crests. Only they choose to focus on simple shapes and patterns. <laughs> Only Scotland and Japan have lineage everywhere else, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. okay, it's just this mental thing about ancestors. Like, who gives a fuck? Like Scotland, like Scotland, Japan has lineage. What? No. There's no. There was no kings anywhere but Scotland. There was no clans. But also, anywhere. and like anywhere else, like people, people just aren't born. No. There's, no. there's no continuity between it. You know. Well, it's it's also that can that weird conservative idea of just like hanging on to these ancient things from the past. Did you see that uh, the local elections in England? There was like a UKIP. I think I posted it. Three images of UKIP candidates. And right. one literally had like mutton chops and wore like that like tie around the neck oh, thing. Yeah. Like, like literally looked like an old workhouse master. Yeah. Mm. Like from the 1800s. Like, and you're <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? But they have this thing of like, the past is better. No matter what part of it. As long as it's old. Yeah, just, just, you know, the past. Just this big ball of like history. It's like this gestalt entity. Yeah. And you just yeah. pick. Exactly. And I, and I can refer to any part of it and it justifies whatever I'm doing now. Yeah. Or how, whatever I think now. Anyway. Uh, I really enjoyed... Oh, God. The Loudon Design logo symbol is based off the idea of a Japanese crest rather than a Scottish crest. The shapes inside the circle are not random, though. Everything inside is the circle is re everything inside the circle is relevant to me or my business. Um, I should... You probably should go look at it. We've, we've read this cunt's blog out. But, I mean, to be honest, that's the whole thing where he's write a whole thing about it and he's not got that... He's not got many references to it. No. Um, essentially, it's a J and an L with, like, a chevron below it. So it's like a, you know, it's it can be split in three ways and it's uh, symmetrical. Yeah. And it's got little kind of things coming off it. And it's circular. I actually know more about the background of his logo than I do of his logo. You've got a logo now and you don't know fuck all about your own logo. My logo is some text. Mine's my initials. With my company name. Yeah, that's yeah. literally my initials. Yeah, I, that's, I made a logo it. 
for when I was like doing freelance work, and it was literally just it what actually was heavily Japanese inspired because it was well, a well. it was a katakana character. <laughs> I just I was like that'll do. That's what that that's a symbol that I want, and that was it. The first letter of the name of the company that I was running under. Yeah, I mean so. the point we're trying to make here is that not a lot of people put this much thought into their logos, and that doesn't make it necessarily good that he has. No, it makes it no. weird and unnecessary. Yeah, pretty much. Like I. When I got mine, I got mine done by previous guest, Ray. Um, and when I went to him, I went to him with some ideas, but I did not send him a fucking essay. <laughs> I think if I had sent an essay... It must be 40% values, I, 40% I kind of Japanese think, influence. I don't think he thought about it as much at the time. This sounds like post hoc oh, rationalisation. Yeah, sure. This uh, is all just... No, I would put money on him thinking about it before. Stephen knows better, he's the author. <laughs> the Lion Design logo symbol is based off the idea of a Japanese quest. Everything inside the circle is relevant to me and my business. I really enjoy ambigrams and have designed many of these just for fun. And so based on the idea of a hidden word or letter and simplicity for the centre of the logo displays my initials JL for John Loudon. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> you can see there is also an upwards arrow below the initials. Question, question mark? So it's like, you can see there's also an upper arrow below the initials. I spent all this time designing this. Please Career, position and achievement. Yeah, but this is what this means. This is yeah. about to explain what that upper arrow means. It's about to explain Sorry. it, right? Career, position and achievement. Below my initials, there is an upper arrow. And he puts in brackets an upper arrow. Thanks, man. Good, figure <laughs> that out. A chevron that denotes rank. Think of the US and the UK army. The higher a soldier is ranked, the more chevrons are displayed in his arm. As mentioned above, becoming head designer was one of the biggest goals I ever set for myself. Achieving this was akin to becoming a professional designer, being paid to work in my passion, or becoming a father. <laughs> uh, it was a key milestone. How many chevrons is in it? One. It was a key milestone in my career, so and that's like... why I decided to include a subtle nod to it within the Loud and Design logo. <laughs> JL Chevron. That's his rank. He's a sergeant or whatever. And in, in, in the design war, the web design designer. war. There is no greater glory than the design war. If only he'd fucking commit seppuku. Oh jeez. Our history and circles. We're gonna get to. We're gonna get to some some Italians now. We're going all over the world for this man. Before I really knew what design was, I spent my time painting, sketching, and crafting. In Minecraft. Crafting what? Minecraft. Oh right. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Just like when he was like nineties. I, I did Minecraft. It was great. And I spent years of my childhood creating with my mum. Art was a huge part of my life growing up. In art history, the circle was well known and respected as an object of true skill. The story, I think this is a quote, the story goes that the Pope instructed a messenger to challenge a great artist, Giotto, Giotto? Giotto. Giotto. To prove his skill, the artist proceeds to render a red circle with a brush without moving his arm or using tools such as a compass, thus showcasing that he has greatly surpassed his contemporaries as an artist. Giotto is generally considered the first in a line of great artists who contributed to the Renaissance. The circle is seen as a symbol of perfection. I felt this well reflected my love of simplicity. A level of design I personally refer to as polished. Also, I'm perfect. So it's a symbol of perfection, but it also re reflects my love of simplicity. But it also a level is a level of design I refer to as polished. None of those polished and perfection might be related. Simplicity and polished aren't related. It's just... But again, we're going from like Japan, Japanese influence to some Italian cunt to, in this whole thing of being able to draw a circle where he, this guy could put his arm out with only his wrist and draw a perfect circle on a, on a, on a, on a canvas, presumably, with a, a brush. And what does John Loden have to do? Click a button. No, you have to <laughs> click and then you have to drag and you have to hold no, shift. No, you can just click and a, a circle will appear now. Like, right. It'll just draw a standard 100 by 100 one in Illustrator, right. usually. Whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like, it doesn't, I guess... It, 
that, that's what it's that's why it's circle right again that that to me does sound like a post post you know posthumous yeah. justification post for it. thank you <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long night of podcast posthumous means after he's dead well that you know <laughs> again another title the lounge design logo has three embedded values one Attention to detail. The Lion Design logo is rotated 180 degrees to make a target. The perfect shot, snipers, and targeting are all about precision. This is an abstract way of communicating attention to detail as a symbol. Two, performance focused. My business is mostly about relationships, but the work I carry out for my clients is performance focused. The idea of having a KPI, key performance indicator, is something that I personally love, as it takes something which is not, <laughs> which is non-measurable and open to opinion and interpretation, and it makes it tangible. Nobody loves KPIs. Three, conversion-led design. Lastly, I want everything I work on to generate a return on investment a client makes in me. The reason I don't make personal sites for clients is purely down to the difference in results. What? What? But like to return to that first point, it's it's clear Attention from this uh, and the other and you know previous things that have been said that he's just got that whole like like boner for the glory of war thing. It's just yeah. it just yep. becomes more and more overt. There's it's a like, big there's a big military aspect to that. And again that comes back to that sort of like you know, conservatism clan pish. Yeah. You know, fucking something painted in your arm. There's that just that fucking sad thing that people do where it's like, you know, if I go if I were if I were in a war, I'd be just the most glorious soldier. I would be shot immediately and die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be the hero. It's like, no pal, you you're a big target. You'd and now be shot. We've reached the mandatory SEO portion of the blog. Oh good. Oh. Would my clients receive a stunning website? Yes, of course. Wow, that's I great. would take pride in giving them the same quality of work. The difference would be they would never have a chance of seeing that money they gave me come back to them. I love that the clients I do work with see their investment return to them many times over. This positions me as a professional they can trust to spend money with, as I am never seen as a commodity or nice to have supplier of services. What? I work with businesses. I want to help you grow your business if I can't help you generate a profit, I have no business tendering for your work. Business, business, business. There's a lot of business there. This goes back <laughs> you to love business. The secret of his success is circles, <laughs> military, anime, Japan, samurai, Tom Cruise, red, black, white, body pillow, body pillow, <laughs> wife, <laughs> children, heritage, uh, ancestors, war, snipers, precision Glory. targets, attention to detail. Glory. Glory. <laughs> Okay, so this is the this is again we're talking about like I love the way they title things. He literally titles a conclusion. Loud design logo and branding conclusion. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Like a good, titling a conclusion. But like, Can you imagine? It's like trying to pad out the word count in like a, an essay in high school. Just conclude the thing. You just conclude it. It could have just gone straight. <laughs> if you have got this far into this article, you should be congratulated. Thank you, Loud John. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, John. I this do is maybe it. my fifth read. Uh, for reading arguably one of the longest posts on the meaning of decisions made for a web designer's brand. Yeah. The Loud Design Not logo. Not even the brand, just the logo. The Loud Design logo and overall branding means the world to me, and I wanted to <laughs> share the thoughts and ideas that sit behind it. Grip. If you are looking to build your own brand, it is a core service I offer my clients. You can learn more about it on the Logo Design Services page. As long as you like having a logo that's a circle and sort of has like some letters in it and it's 40% values it's a triple threat 20% initials or some shit who knows I it's... love them I love how for like everyone else who's like got their own business or freelancing or whatever the website is the last thing they think of they're like fuck okay I'll get around I'll do the website whereas with him he's like it means everything to me well no it means even the logo I mean logos are 
if you're putting invoices out, you're doing work for other clients. Who gives a fuck what your logo looks like? Yeah, exactly. Like no exactly. one cares. No one fucking cares. Yeah, your logo, well, logo, I guess, but like the even whole... then, it goes in your invoices. Yeah, you put a fucking name on them. Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah, but also like, I mean, unless you become a reasonably big business, in which case you will probably hire some people in to work on your logo and create yes. one. No, there's no way he'll ever change that. Same as the Made Brave one. It's not none of they're like they're they're set in stone, which is really funny. Because at least the Made Brave one's good. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, his, his logo's fine. I mean, I know people who don't like it. I'm not big on brand. I don't know anything about branding. I don't really care about branding either. I don't care either, yeah. I yeah. don't care. I just, I just like the, the justification for it, especially because both of us write a lot. Yeah. The idea of having to sit down and write about, like, a symbol. I honestly, but you know what I was thinking if I did send an essay to Ray being like, so this is all the things I care about and all the things I care about in work and yeah. personally, he'd be like, Fuck off. Yeah, no. What or he'd for? just send you what he sent you anyway. He'd be like, oh, cool, yeah, here, this this fulfills <laughs> yeah. many Yeah, many he just take the boxes with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think at that point, if he was then... <laughs> if he was then... I'm trying to think, like, how you would... What? I just... It, clients don't care. No, of course they don't. Clients Nobody don't cares about this. Fuck. No. No. I think... I think you have... You have an obsession here. Me? Yeah. Oh, I know that, yeah. But like, what I mean is, it's not healthy. What I mean is, like, <laughs> I admit that I wrote I don't, blog about it. I, I was like, this is I not healthy. I'm not saying it's bad, but I think it's just one of those things where, like, this is probably something that he has sat and done without really thinking about it. No, I know that because we we found a post of it. Well, I found a post of it a long time ago where he was using one of those, like, you know, you have that thing where you do the writing challenge or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there was some there's obviously some system you can use to write content, and it'll track how many words you've written over a certain <coughs> period of time. Yeah. <laughs> I know track him any words you've written over a certain period of time. And his tweet had like, uh, he posted like, oh, um, I've written, it's like you've written more than 98% of Grammarly users. Oh yeah, it's Grammarly. Uh-huh. And, it, and it, he'd written like 20,000 words in like Jesus, three days. Jesus. So it just it just was completely, it's just hammered it's just, out. It's just word salad basically. Yeah, but there's, just... there's some gold in that because he's, he's yeah. decided, whenever I share personal stuff in blogs, it's always like some ridiculous self-deprecating thing. But he's shared those things as if they're like valuable insights into his life and the decisions he made. Yeah. And they're hilarious. But I love Japanese culture. Have you ever seen The Last Samurai? I love red cars. Uh, just are you what are you are you like what like let's like I do a little writing challenge thing where I'll write like seven hundred and fifty words and that kind of thing, but it's definitely not something that I'd publish online because it's just it's just pish. Well, for him it was like I think he tried to create like a content plan. I also think he wants to be a business influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he does for sure because that's that's like the videos. That's the actually he's had from the start yeah i mean he i think he was inspired by somebody like that um on on youtube and he just wants to be part of that sort of business YouTube. gary vanderchunk uh oh he's, he's a gary v fan yeah but also uh it was like sean wes hmm. some youtube business guy he went to his conference in texas and that was another post he did actually where he was like sharing his personal life and he was like he he was pre- his wife was pregnant and he spent all this money going to this fucking American Texas web design, well, no, business conference. Um, and it was the first time he'd ever flown on a plane or left the country. Wow. I always think there's... Which is really brave, but it's still like, you're, what? So no. there's too many things to process there. Your wife's currently pregnant and you spunked a bunch of money away on a fucking flight to Texas. But like... Mm-hmm. And a conference for a YouTube business celebrity. And that's your first time abroad, that's what And it's your first time abroad. With, yeah. Maybe on his own, I don't know. But I, I seem to remember that being the blog at the time and we've just been like... I've just another thing of... that compounded the fascination with him where I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> is this man about? <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe he just doesn't have that much experience outside of his like nah. immediate. Well, the fact that he job. he dis- he determined that his skipping of mid level to senior mid level from to head design missing out this apparently crucial step that's naivety to begin with. The idea that everyone has to go through that process of yeah. junior to mid level to senior to head. And the fact that that even has any sort of value nowadays. But also, when people like, like us are starting their own businesses and doing fine. Yeah. And levels and, and skill levels and experience is sort of irrelevant, you know? Yeah, very I much. think there, it's also just like if you don't really have much experience and you read like, you know, business books, especially the sort of business books you can like buy in Waterstones or something that are fucking terrible business coaching books. Mm-hmm. You get told loads of things that are absolutely fucking terrible. Sure, but that's not, I think it's more of a self justification. And obviously, like, if you go from what you what you perceive as midweight to then ahead, even if it doesn't, if if that validates your ego, yeah, that's it. But what I mean is, so, I think that like, yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of that going on. But I think some of that is something that you might get taught by this sort of. I think it's like, more. Of a, I think it's more of a personality type thing. It may be that as well. I think, like, I think you're right. I, just, I think the business, the business, the way just, he conducts himself in business is probably up from all that stuff. Like he reads the guy of books. He talks about them in service videos and stuff like that. That's definitely an element of it. But I think the the source for this sort of the source for the thing of like I was at mid level. Now I'm a I'm ahead. I don't think he was at that level. I think he was going from one job to another, and this job said, "You are more advanced than we than you think you are." Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, here's we're bestowing you with this extra title whether that was earned or unearned whether that was earned as he thinks it is which I would debate or it was like a case of I am one of the few designers here so I have the most responsibility which happened to me in a job and it was like if you're aware of it it's hell it's just like all you're, all you're getting given is more than you wanted yeah I mean he obviously was like oh, well, I, think I have been <laughs> passed down the head of design from the holy gods above but I, I was like, destiny. I don't want, I don't want to do all these fucking sales meetings. I hate this yeah. shit. It's, it's, it's an, it's an attitude thing. I think it's just, yeah, it is. And he must have gone. He maybe went home to his kids, wife, or family, or whatever. And he was like, I made it. And they were like, Wow, that's incredible. And it just, it, it, I think if you believe in, if you believe in a culture of meritocracy, if you believe in a meritocracy, mm-hmm. that people earn their positions through skill and merit, mm-hmm. which none of us do <laughs> anymore. Maybe in the past we did. No, that we never did. There was never. No, but I think if you get to that position quite early and young, mm-hmm. you have to believe that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you haven't earned your position. You have to I believe everyone, that's the case. Everyone sort of tends to do that, though. I think there's like, if you have you ever listened to to it, like any, I, I hear it in like music and stuff. People like do songs about how they they were destined to get to where they were because they're so good and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like everyone does it. Everyone, everyone has some level of. Mm, like I, I guess probably we don't. Well, at least we have like a much sm- diminished amount because we have a much more like rounded mindset where it's like I think well, it's actually level of imposter syndrome potentially. Yeah, but it's not just imposter syndrome. It's also we are kind of aware of the fact that everything is a bit random. You're not really in control of that much. Yeah, and Luck, uh, there is there's no fucking destiny. There's just you're you're fortunately born into certain positions of privilege, and then you get ahead using those or you don't you know yeah and for us we were all born into the relatively privileged position of being in a country where you can go and like make, get an education and make websites for a living uh, yeah and make websites <laughs> that's relatively privileged compared to oh, some it's incredibly people, right? privileged. Oh, yeah yeah no. it's I mean, it, sounds, it sounds fucking boring it is but <laughs> i mean 
and we have to do these this sort of tedious toil of just meaning like sort of meaningless feeling work a lot of the time. Yep. But it's you know we're not dying, you know. It's no, but then that that that's that's the fundamental difference between people like us and people like Loud in this industry. Okay. So I mean, you can have you can have things where literally there are people out there doing things that are worthwhile. There are people who are in biomedical companies or like you know they're they're working on research things and they maybe have that mindset of I'm changing the world, I'm out to change the world, and they are to some extent making a difference, right? Fundamentally, apps, websites, web products, digital changes nothing. Yeah, it enriches people. There's a there's occasional. It's like personal enrichment rather. Than well, there's enrichment. there's some examples of it not. I mean, like there's there's things you can do where you know transactional and, and information sharing that are actually of some value to society. But for the for the most part, the jobs we do mean nothing, and unless you reckon with that, and that's fine. I mean, if, 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 we've all got to make money. It's not about fucking. Everyone has to have meaningful work, and I, I think that's like a thing our generation is like completely dead set on for some fucking yeah. reason. But whatever. Either you think like. Because I'm getting paid to do this, and because I'm successful doing this, I am this genius man. And you sort of you either you self justify, or like things coincidentally happen where you move to a smaller company, you give it more responsibility, and then you begin to take that as like an ordained thing from on high that you are this like wunderkind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or you go, oh, uh, I shouldn't be doing this because I'm not experienced to do this, and or like, or I know what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make me seem like I'm more experienced than I am for sales reasons or whatever yeah. the fucking justification is. It's it, it, it. It's your personality type that determines what road you go down. Yeah. It's I am. I mean, it's not. It's not about fundamentally positive or negative. It's about how critical your thought you are. I think it's like if someone comes to you and says you're ahead of design now, and you go, uh, okay, um, the position I'm in. Uh, what does this mean for the company? And ninety percent of the time, especially in agencies, is going to mean for sales reasons. <laughs> you yeah. be in front of people, and you're going to be like, "Hello, I'm the senior design person, and I know all these things about design. And you have to impress people." So maybe you're a good salesperson or a good talker, but you're not necessarily a good designer. Yeah. And that's really it, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that that applies to every other job. That applies to most things. Yep. So hiatus. Yes. Yeah, we've been recording for a long time. <laughs> yes. How many yeah. hours have we got now? Two, Two hours. Minutes. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to cut through Fuck. this. Yeah. for tomorrow which is I have happen. to get up in five hours yeah right we need to call it quiz uh, we'll see you all when we see you all um, we've had a good fun recording this and doing this it's a small project I guess and amongst all the work we've been doing we are getting extremely busy now unfortunately and I have a baby coming along so we're going to take a, take a break and we'll hopefully be back um, in the meantime if you could rate us on iTunes that would be magic uh, and if you can, I mean, we're still going to be keeping the Twitter up to date, hopefully. Yep. And just tell all your friends. Tell your friends. We're pissing about. We're having fun with it. Yeah. And we're going to hopefully come back, we think, with a plan. We're going to do a bit more because we keep we had a good run of guests at the start and then we had a few, few things lined up and then they all kind of fell apart. So, uh, this is a very polite way of Stephen saying Sarah offered a content strategy. I said no, and now I realise Sarah, Sarah said, was once again right. Plan. Hey, I helped. I helped with your content. I, I put things no, no, in the no. spreadsheet. No, I wanted no, no. to sit and plan. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, okay. Sarah said, let's plan. And the first few episodes went quite well, so we went, nah. And then we've sort of slowly gone, oh shit, what are we going to do this week? Yep. Uh, because we've all been so busy. So we need to do a proper plan and come back with it if we want to do this again. So Definitely. Uh, but for now... Uh, thanks for listening, I guess, for the for the first 10 episodes. Uh, and uh, catch you soon. Thanks, and I'm sorry. Bye, you're welcome. Bye. <laughs> yes, bye. <laughs>